Options Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, John McDonald. That is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyron Morrison. How are you doing, good sir? Joel, I'm doing quite well, thank you. That's good. That's good. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, I don't much to say. That's great. Hang on. Fair enough. Fair enough. Look, I, I'm more alive than I was last week. I've mm-hmm. had a weekend between mm-hmm. then and here. It's yep. been good. Yeah, I had a, I had a I had a day off last Friday, and I had today off and tomorrow off. Um, I'm I'm in 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 the middle of like a gigs ahoy. I say gigs ahoy. I've got two, but um, hey, compared to like the last year, yeah, it's yeah, it's true. Yeah, I would consider a gigs ahoy. It's been I mean, it, and look, I'm, I'm not complaining. No, I went and saw Electric Callboy last night at uh, in Melbourne, and they were. Fucking great. Um, German rave metal at its finest. Uh, and yeah, they put on a really good show. And then tomorrow, of course, is good things as of recording. So by the time this comes out, I will probably at that point be, I don't know, in a hospital bed because I'm an elderly man now. Um, I don't oh, know how... The last festival I went to, I wasn't an elderly man. But even despite that, when it got to about 10 o'clock, I was just like, I want to go. Yep. And that was the sound wave that Metallica were playing. And, yep. they, and they kept playing. And yep. I was like, no, please stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to leave. <laughs> yeah. Good Things is good. It's the only festival I really go to. Um, and it's it's great. I, I have a really good time. Um, a lot of clashes this year for me. And Shikari are playing, like, opening up the day pretty much. I mean, the key is, Joel, like less music, which I know, I know. is impossible for you. I know. So. But like less, like, a, a, like eclectic range of music like, but unfortunately even then like genre. you're going to a show which is almost certainly going to be populated by bands mm-hmm. that you listen to so like you never had you, you were doomed from the start oh yeah yeah it's like and, and like this is a pretty tame i say tame like I, I this is like in terms of like things i'm like super jazzed to see um i'm very excited to go but yeah like it's mo- <laughs> one of the bands i'm going to see is like out of morbid curiosity, and that's like I'm, I'm going to see Limp Biscuit tomorrow. Kind of. this time tomorrow night, I will have seen Limp Biscuit live, and I don't know how I feel about that. I think I'm excited. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Look, I have no words to offer you, Joel. It's gonna be fun. I'm, I'm, I think it's gonna be a really fun show. And like Fall Out Boy, and yeah, it's gonna be a good time. So, um, yeah, if there's, you know, if I'm no episode next week, it's because we've postponed because I am. am deceased um because i'm again elderly man well joel will probably be in hiding after i kick his ass in the game awards yeah uh, yeah picks again yeah um, i got no hope even though <laughs> even though you beat me last year so it's, it's, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm i'm making a comeback yeah yeah I, it's like everybody gets one <laughs> and i've had mine and that's it well that's not that doesn't work because i had like two or three <laughs> Well, yeah, but I'm saying I got, I've had my one. Oh, okay. So like everybody gets at least one. I've had one. You've had one. That's it. You know. I hope you're ready for a full like because you're pretty much up to a full perfect dark zero playthrough now. Much am, yeah, I, I think it's can't nice. avoid it. I have to play it on multiple difficulties or something. <laughs> um, but Karen, we did something together. We did. We went and saw. We went and saw. We went and saw a little movie. A little, a little movie Just from a little, little indie uh, film company known as Marvel Entertainment a and passion project Disney. You know, <laughs> small studio, yeah. probably going places. Yeah, yeah. Keep your eye on them. Um, yeah, we went to the Marvels. Uh, it was my second time seeing it, and that I, it's a fucking good movie. I loved it. It's so much fun. 
It's so much fun. Like, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it's just, it, it's yeah, a lot I'm of fun. S- like, it's one of those, it's, it is literally a discussion that I avoid for the most part. <laughs> Mostly, A, because of the general sentiment around the MCU at the moment. Yeah. But a big, obvious second one, because it's it's Captain Marvel related. Yep. Mm-hmm. And whereas I enjoy Captain Marvel, I know there are certain factions among the internet that do not. Yeah. And I just, I, I'm so tired. Yeah. Of even like, because oh, I would never engage with them, but I would rather not invite it. No, that's true. <laughs> but yeah. I had a lot of fun with the Marvels. I think maybe, I think I maybe went in with lower expectations. Um, but I, I mean, that but you know before it came out, but it, then seeing the reception from critics, they were like, no, it's good actually. It sucks yeah. that it's not doing well because it's yeah. it's a fun movie. Villain's terrible, but. You know, it's a fun movie, and um, I, that, and I came out being like, "Yeah, they were right. That was fun as hell. It was brisk. Yep. I, I could probably have taken another twenty minutes of it just I, to yeah. flesh some things out, but I had a blast." I, look, honestly, I it sort of harkens back to like early, like early Marvel before the MCU was the MCU days, like like Iron Man one days, where it's like eh, the villain's pretty forgettable, but like kind of see what they're doing. That's kind of fun, and it was like it was nice and brisk. It was fun and comic booky. That was the best part about it. It felt it felt like a comic book movie in like the best way possible. Plus, more Kamala Khan, please. Iman Vellani is like the absolute goat of the MCU right now for me. Like she's just put her in everything. She knows shit too. She's good. She's good. She just finished writing a Miss Marvel comic. Which, I know. I'm not arguing that. And it's been it, it, it's it's a, a it's a run and a story that they, were, they came to her with an idea. It was like, cool, we want to make like her... she was this close to having like the best MCU TV show. Yeah. But then there's like like that episode was just like ham fisted in. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, so yeah, cl- so close to greatness. But even that, like the ending of that episode, is pretty good too. Like, I guess. I mean, I guess I, overall, I still love Miss Marvel. But that one episode, yeah. I remember watching it and being like, oh, why is this here? I mean, I know why it's here, but why? Yeah. Yeah. Great show, though. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, Marvel's great. Good shit. Loved it. A lot of fun. Hey, it's uh, like, I haven't... I mean, I, I don't... I used to see every Marvel movie at cinemas, and now mm-hmm. I'm a lot more selective. I think the last one I saw was Thor, Love and Thunder, which I don't want to talk about because I'm sick of hearing about what people say, but think about it because I don't care. I yep. don't care because I had fun. But after that, I was just like... Ah, I'll t- like I missed I missed Black Panther. Mm. I missed Guardians, mm. which I then caught on Disney Plus and it was great. But I was like, no, for the Marvels, I am going to see it at the cinemas. It's a shame. It's a shame that like yeah, because Black Panther and and Guardians are both very good. Like, I thought Wakanda was- Forever is great. Yeah, uh, it, it's really good. And, and like, you know, considering the circumstances surrounding it, like, uh, yeah, they had a story that was ready to go, and then they sort of had to throw that out I guess and and they used that ch- their they used it to, as an opportunity to tell a different story and I think a really good story that sort of you know mm. paid honor to to Chadwick Boseman and in, in a really lovely way um it's very emotional but um yeah I mean well, it's gonna be easier now from going forward because we only got one MCU movie for next year how, one solitary movie how many shows do we have <laughs> I think it's not that many okay, either. Good. Awesome. I actually think it's it's like paired back a little bit. I taking, think got, taking a breather. At this stage, the only things I've got confirmed like releases next year is yeah, Deadpool three, and then what if well, not even what I if think, season two's 
like that's next next this, week. Yeah. yeah, is Echo next year? Echo's, Echo, I think Echo's next, next year. year. Yeah, you're right. I think we're gonna get a couple of those Marvel spotlights as well. So I'm not sure, but anyway, Marvels was good. It was fun. Very I really, fun. I had a great time with it. Definitely, definitely go to the cinemas to see it. Like it's. Yeah, you don't need to go to the cinemas, but you should go to the cinemas to see I just, it. I wanted to make more money. Exactly. Yeah, you're going to support it. It's great. Um, but yeah, I think outside of that, we've been doing some other things. We've been playing some video games and all sorts of stuff. So I thought we would kick it over to the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. Our quest log is our what we've been playing segment of the show where we uh, bring back to the table all the, the fun little tidbits and stuff that we've been doing uh, over the past week or so uh, since we last did one. And we've got some, we've got some little tasty bits to talk about this time. Um, but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take it. I'm, 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 I'm going to kick things off. Joel, start. you're hosting, so you have full control. I'm, I'm taking the wheel here. Um, so I I recently like plug, replugged back in my Xbox Series S um because anything on like are you happy phil spencer yeah yeah <laughs> someone's using one um and because i've been playing some stuff on on game pass but um uh, using my backbone like not a lot but i've been playing a little bit on that and i was like no i'm gonna just boot it up because i wanted to like download a whole bunch of stuff uh just to sort of like have a little bit of a smorgasbord of things to check out so i've got queued up uh persona 5 tactica to uh queued up i've got wild hearts from ea to, uh queued up as well i'm like fuck it i'll have a look at it um thirsty suitors is another one that i've got ready to go which i'm pretty excited for Monsanto rise is right there i know i know it's, it's honestly it was going pretty cheap on it playstation really every week i nearly bought it i'm like I, oh, i'm so close i had the same thought <laughs> like, too to play that game at 60 fps on a honestly i love my switch and i love the handheld capabilities but I could I could play my Monster Hunter Rise on a on a PS5. I really could, and probably would play more of it. Well, well I, that was one of the other things. Like, speaking of like, potentially squatting up on things, um, I don't know if you saw it. today as of recording. Uh, Remnant from the Ashes and Remnant Two got added to Game Pass. Both of them are now only, on Game Pass. I only have an Xbox One. Yeah, yeah, okay. But I'm gonna I'm gonna queue up. Remnant I have 2 as I well. have Remnant One on PlayStation. It was a Plus game like a billion years yeah, ago. I think I've got it too. It's great. Remnant Remnant I'm, from the Ashes is awesome. Yeah, I I keep hearing that. I would and love to get to it. But Remnant Two is even better. And I'm like, well, oh, fucking. I have like a month and a half window where if people want to play games with me, now yeah. is the time. Yeah. Like, yep. Yeah. Everything kicks off in February, but from now until then, I'm pretty free and easy. Yeah, so I, I've got a few things queued up anyway. Um, and one of the other ones I queued up was a game called RoboQuest. Um, I did pull up the information about who made it and stuff. It was a game that I saw like ages ago. I think it was like an indie development, like an indie presentation somewhere, maybe through Xbox, maybe through... I can't remember because this had us down a rabbit hole because <laughs> you were checking the Steam page and it said that I wanted it and I was like, I do? <laughs> and yeah, sure enough, I added it to my wish list back in 2022. I don't remember doing it. So it's... But um, like looking at it, I remember the game. Uh, but yeah, I was like, oh, okay, I wishlisted that. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. It's um, It's been out in like early access sort of for a little while, but um, uh, yeah, 8th of November this year, it released in like its 1.0 full release version um it's by rise up studios uh and from starbreeze publishing as well um ah, starbreeze mm, so um it's a look 
in a again a plot twist that will surprise absolutely no one. It is a roguelike game, um, but it is kind of like a gasp. It, yeah, I know, right? It's a it's a first person shooter roguelike. Um, really fun, like kind of borderland cel shaded, poppy art style. Kind of like a mix between like. So like yeah, all all the in game stuff reminds me of Borderlands. The cinematics are like motion comics, which kind of gave me a little bit of a hi-fi rush vibe some of the uh, some of the time. Um, the music is like really kind of fun, like synth wavy kind of like pulsing beat sort of stuff, which is really fun to play with as well. Uh, and yeah, so it's a first-person shooter, uh, roguelike, and it is the story of this girl called I think Max. Her name is. She's traveling through the desert, and it's like post-apocalyptic world. Um, She's got a van, she's looking for stuff, someone's, uh, like, talking to her, and then she loses contact with them. She finds this robot in the ground, she's like, sweet, pulls it out of the ground, and, like, reboots it, and it basically, this robot is a, a guardian that has its one prime directive is to, like, deliver the humans to, like, the the Citadel or something, I think it's called, like, like deliver them to this, um, like, like, protective area. Um... So, yeah, and then it sort of sets up, you set up a base camp in this one area in the, in the prologue, and then from there, that's your you know, base camp, and you can start, like, start a run, you can upgrade different, like, permanent stats in your base camp, you can eventually, once you go through, you can unlock different classes as well, so there's, like, different characters you can play as, as your guardian. So the first one is, like, like a, it has, like, a, a shield that you can turn on, and it, like, recharges as your ability, um, you've got like a melee ability, which is just like a punch. Um, and then, yeah, you can start a run, you go through, you pick up different weapons from chests or enemies that have dropped them. Yeah. Uh, you've got like perks for your run that you can like find as well that you can add. And then you've got, um, uh, yeah. So that, then it's like a perks when you level up, you sort of like have like a, a progression bar for your run. Um, and you'll get like the choice between two of like randomly, decided um it sounds like a roguelike perks yeah but those perks are specific to that class oh okay that's cool okay, yeah okay. so like all you'll right. have I, I i was looking in the the different classes and i was like oh these are all the ones you found for this specific class so yeah that first one had like like one of the first ones i got was instead of um it being like a like slash with a sword for your melee attack it was a um it was a giant hammer and it could give them stun damage and they have like different things and then you can like level them up as well they have different levels to them um, if you like progress enough, um, and then yeah, there's like little boss fights. Um, it's really fun. Like it's got like almost. Like, it reminds me a little bit also of, like thirteen. Oh wow! In terms of its visual presentation, like, remember how thirteen got like a full remake and yeah. it just like it was not good. Just didn't get noticed at all. David Duchovny's in that game. Oh, my God, I'm fairly certain David Duchovny's in that game. I mean, I'm willing to believe you. I remember yeah. I had thirteen on my GameCube. Yeah. Yep, I remember renting it, I think, yeah. way back in the day. Um, but yeah, like, the whole thing of, like, when you're firing a gun and it has, like, that... The pat, sound pat, effects? Pat, pat, yeah, yeah, like, like the visual sound effects. Um, it does that, and I really like that. Um, it's super flashy and stylish and fun. And, yeah, but, like, one of the other classes I upgraded, I, I found as well, was... It was, like, a like a brute class, almost. Uh, instead of having a, like, a melee punch attack or, like, a swing with a sword attack, it was a, like, a shotgun blast... So, like, you could use it at slight range, 
instead of being up close on, on oh, people. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it's interesting. And, like, mm. some of the weapons are really fun as well. Yeah. And it's got co-op as well. So it's got, like, I think up to four-player co-op you can play. Yeah. I think that would be really fun to sort of, like, bust out some co-op with that. Uh, but at the, as it is, like, I, I sort of booted it up as I was waiting for other stuff to download because um, I also bought um, Dragon's Dogma on, on Switch that I've got sitting there as well. Um, Dragon's was... Dogma 2, March 22nd. There we go. That was one of the reasons why I decided to finally pull the trigger on it. And it, Also, it was $6 and I had $8 in Nintendo coins sitting there. So it's basically free. Um, so while that was downloading, I was like, RoboQuest didn't take too long to install. And I was like, oh, I'll play this for a little bit and ended up playing it for the rest of the night before I went to bed. I was like, it was a good three-hour session with it. I just, it was so much fun. Like the gameplay loop had me hooked um, it was fun to look at. It just felt good. Uh, the music's really great. But I highly recommend it. If you've got Game Pass, check out RoboQuest. Really, really, really fun. How like how so it's a it's an FPS obviously. Mm-hmm. How was there like much in the way of platforming or is it very much just sort of like shooting through like stage like stages? Which I'm guessing are procedurally generated. Yeah, yeah. Like they're all sort of like pieced together with the same yeah. sort of pieces. Yeah. Um, and there's different biomes obviously that you go through as well. And then you can unlock different like extra biomes as you go through to sort of skip progression. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Like, that makes sense. like roguelike sort of Yeah, shit. like like a like a roguelike. Um but it's cool because like before even if you go to one of those, it's like cool, you start off in like the canyon and it's like, I'm gonna go to the oasis. You've still got to go through the door to the oasis and go through a bit more of the canyon. Um and you've got like time grading and skill like um XP rating as well. So like you'll get like a score based at the end, like a um like a ranking. Like a S to yeah, uh, you know F ranked here. In terms of platforming, it's uh, there is a little bit, but it's not integral. Yeah, like okay. it's not like it like jumping over. There are like extra areas you can go through that sometimes might be a platforming one. Sometimes might be jumping this pad and it'll take you all the way to this cool little area. Um, there are rails as well at certain points, and I didn't realize until I accidentally did it that if you jump on them, you sort of like grind along them. And so, like, that's really fun. Like, you can, like, grind your way into an area where it's full of enemies and you've got, like, a really cool weapon that might have, like, lots of, like, splash damage on it and just start cannoning down fire as you're, like, careening along this little, uh, uh, like, grind rail. And, um, yeah, and there's, like, different ways into areas. Like, you can sort of, like, go straight in through the front door, but there might be, like, a, a higher part up there. You've got, like, a double jump from from the get-go. You can, like, jump up and, uh, like, go over the top there and, like, maybe get the drop on them from behind. Um, it just, yeah, it just, it, it, it felt fun to play. There's a power, like, there's a dodge and a power slide. Like, Perfect. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's doing all the things that you would want from a game like this. Um, and it's doing it in a way that's, like, at the, at the very least is very competent. Like, it's, <laughs> it, it's a lot of, at the, at, at best, it's, like, super fun. Yeah. And it just, it was exactly what I felt like at that time. I was like, oh, I didn't really know. This is the game I wanted to play right now. So, um, well, like I said, I added it to a wish list back in 2022. Yeah. So I've definitely been, I saw the game and was like, that looks fun. It's, yeah, I definitely. I was, haven't, but I just completely forgot about it. But <laughs> in my defense, like it's been, it's been a hell of a year. So like. It's very true. I'm innocent. I didn't, I didn't do everything wrong. It, it would be fun to sort of like, yeah, boot up in, in co-op as well and see what that'd be like as well. Just I wonder for, how much it is on PlayStation. Yeah, I'm, I think it might have cross progression. I've got like, cross save and stuff like that as well. Um, but even still, it, it yeah, check out RoboQuest. It's super fun. Um, yeah, just doing a live check now. It is not on PlayStation yet. I don't think maybe. 
Oh, it might be a. It might. Maybe we did see it in a Xbox uh, indie showcase because I think. Oh, it's two player co op. I thought it was four. But. Yeah, two player co op. Um, oh, hang on. Is it. No. No, okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. All right. I mean. All right. Okay. This is. Oh, man. Even just like. We're just looking at like like a short like gameplay video of it. And I'm just like. it's so much fun. Like, and it looks bright and colourful. And it just, it like, it pops. I wouldn't mind playing this on PC, actually, with a mouse and keyboard. I think that'd be a lot of fun as well. Um, a lot of the weapons are really fun to play with. I keep saying it's really fun. But it is a video <laughs> game after all. So I feel like there's a, an integral part of being a video game. Being fun is important. Yeah. And it really does. I, I, I just started, like, playing it to kill some time and ended up playing it for, like, three, four hours straight through. And just... So it definitely killed some time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And then some. Um... But yeah, RoboQuest, really cool. Karen, you've been dabbling with some stuff, though, this week. I have. Yeah. Um, look, it's like I, I think I said it last week. Now I finished Alan Wake 2. I'm in the wild west of my backlog. <laughs> There's a lot of shit there. But I I, I, I overcommit to buying physical games. <laughs> Just this week, I picked up a $9, $9 copy of Disco Elysium on PS4. A game that I played on PC to completion. I'm sad that And bought that it deal. on PS4 as well. But now I've got a disc copy and it just looks really nice. I missed that deal. And it I'm was like, an insane deal. Like So bad. At first I was like, oh yeah, it's $9. And I was like, oh, it's also free shipping. Like, it's basically, sure. Like, yep. Even if yep. even if I was just like, it's like five bucks for shipping and five for the game, done. That's, so yeah. yeah. Anyway, the moral of the story is I buy a lot of games. I buy yep. a lot of physical games. I don't get to most of them because adult. Yep. So it's hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, now I'm f- past Alan Wake 2. I'm going back into the backlog. I say that the first game I'm going to talk about is actually a game that came out this year. <laughs> I finished Alan Wake 2. I was like, ah, oh, I'm free. Anyway, time to buy Mario RPG. Yep, right. Yep. Uh, so Super Mario RPG is a remake of the Super Nintendo original, which I don't even know. I don't think it came out here. It's on the Wikipedia now. Yeah, no, it was a Japan and North America only release. Because we got Earthbound instead. I always get Earthbound and um, Mario RPG's PAL release uh, mixed up. Oh, right. Um, but yeah, because I remember man, the first time we got this was on Wii when I got added to a virtual console and it was a huge deal. Um, but let's and face that it, was definitely the first time I played the game. 100%. Like, let's definitely face it. didn't play it prior to that on anything called a ZS NES emulator. That was, definitely didn't do it. That was for some reason. Always installed on 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 like school PCs. Yeah, always. Don't know, man. I don't. I never knew how it got there. <laughs> it was there. It was just always. You could always rely so on the I, fact it was I, there. And this was one of the things that I was... definitely first played it on the Wii. Yep. If anyone asks. Yep. Especially I, if I still ask. I still haven't played it. Really? Okay. Yep. Um, so yeah, this. I mean, so this is a remake. It, it's one of those cases where you're like. I would I would say this is like Metroid Prime. Okay. Which yep. calls itself a remaster, and this is honestly a remaster. And it's where we get into that murky, like, oh, remake, remaster. Oh, FF7 changed how I see them. Oh. Yep. Uh, like, it looks really, really good, but it plays like the Super Nintendo game. Right. There's like a few little things they've added to sort of, um, you know, not necessarily speed things up, but just move it out a little bit. But for the most part, just like, it's just... Imagine it's how I imagined it looked as a kid, probably. Okay. Yeah. When I played it on Wii. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. On yep. the Wii. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. You were definitely a child. <laughs> definitely a child when I played this when on the, on on the, the Nintendo Wii. Wii. Yes. 
Yep. I was very young. Yes. Um. So yeah, that's that's pretty much the, the basics of it. This game plays like a classic turn-based RPG, developed in collaboration. The original was developed in collaboration by Square Soft at the time, obviously now Square Enix and Nintendo. Uh, the remaster slash remake was handled by um, Arti Piazza, who have done a lot of the Dragon Quest ones for Square. Uh, and again, they've done they've knocked out of the park of this one. It looks great. Um, they had uh, Yoko Shimomura on board for the music. Who she obviously did the original, but um, she's come back and done like new arrangements and orchestrated versions nice. of the classic, like the S, the, the Super Nintendo soundtrack, which you can actually toggle as well. You can swap back to the original soundtrack if you want. Very which cool. Is very neat for anyone out there who has a hankering for some nostalgia. But the new versions of the songs are just great as well. It's just a fun soundtrack. Uh, and definitely, and again, listening to it fully orchestrated is pretty, it's just a joy because it's, it's just, there's something, something about Super Nintendo, like that era of soundtrack just hits different. Yeah. And so when you hear them with an orchestra, like fully realize, you're like, oh, man, that's great. That's just, just, just solid. Uh, combat, again, like I said, turn-based, it's fun. This, obviously, this was the beginning of Mario, Paper, Paper Mario and RPG and Paper Mario having the um, input like yes. timing for your to make your attacks criticals and or like nullify damage, which is neat. I love that. Yeah, I love that. And you yeah. see, it like, I mean, another game that came out this year, Sea of Stars. Yeah, so it has carried on that sort of tradition. Like, yeah, really good. I, I just makes you feel like you're you still have some sort of control. Over yeah, that. well, because yeah. I mean, as I say, I've played a lot of I love a lot of turn based RPGs, and it's, it is nice to just have that little bit of extra input that makes you feel like you're a bit more involved apart from just like picking a command on the menu mm-hmm. and just watching it play out so yeah it's great that came back um it also applies so it applies to the basic moves and to the special moves but again it's not news if you've played any of the paper mario games or the and even like the art mario, mario rpg i think and the mario and luigi of the other ones mario, mario and luigi, luigi of yeah. the other ones that also do it so if you've played those yeah obviously it's just like those uh the story Look, it's Mario. It's a Mario RPG game, right? It yep. has it has narrative. Uh, I'm still. I'm. I mean, I played the original, but in my Switch run, I'm still very early on. I just got Gino, which I I wonder now if we ever get another Smash Brothers game, will Gino finally be playable? I mean, yeah. Because I, I remember for the, longest, for the longest time, I was like, oh, I think, look, Mario RPG is so old. Square made it. Maybe they're not playing ball. Wasn't he? Was he in a assist? No, he wasn't in a assist trophy. In... He was a me costume. Oh, he was a me. Oh, that's, that's right. Because right. that was a massive slap in the face. Where characters like, well, go to die. Yeah, the me like, costumes. Guess oh. all the Gino fans was like, well, guess we'll go fuck ourselves <laughs> yeah, now. We'll um, yeah, uh, slap in the face. As a Ridley fan, you'll get there, guys. I, be- <laughs> I believe in you. It'll just take some time. Uh, I think now more than ever is possible. Like if when eventually when a new Smash game is announced, maybe Gina will show up. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I'm still working my way towards getting Bowser and Peach in my party. Obviously, just fun. Um, what about Mallow? Yeah, Mallow was also there. <laughs> Mallow was there. This this creature that claims to be a tadpole, but obviously isn't, and obviously nah. that's revealed as you play for the story. I actually just arrived at. Um, Yoshi's Island. Oh, no. Nice. Which means I get to go hang out with Boshi, oh, which is God. the blue Yoshi with the fucking sunglasses on. Fuck yes. The guy who's clearly too cool. And I'm, that means I'm also very close. I forget what his meme name is, but the big fat Yoshi. 
Oh, I forget his name. He's got a he's got a meme name. I'm pretty sure. But either way, yeah. he's he's around the corner, living the dream. He'll be right there soon. I yeah. This is a game that like I again I. If I have played this before in any way, shape, or form, it was always on like the school PCs at lunchtime. No, um, no, Nintendo Wii. Yeah, yeah, the, the Nintendo, Nintendo Wii in the library, in the virtual console <laughs> library. <laughs> At, at my school at lunchtime. <laughs> Which had Mario RPG purchased on it. Yeah, yeah. But I could only play, like, for a little while. because I, I So I only ever played, like, the intro to this game. And, like, that's all I Which ever Which means played. you played, like, the, the fight in the throne room on, like, the... Yep. Yeah. 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 It's a and cool fight. It's great. Like, it's it's really, really cool. So I, I would like to go back and actually see it through. Yeah. And, and that's what I've heard. This game's pretty snappy. It is. It is a it is a brisk game. Like yeah. I think I've played like maybe three hours of, or a bit. And I'm probably like I wanna say maybe a third of the way through it. Yeah. Like it is not long. No. Um I know I've seen other people posting about how like they've been doing all this extra stuff just to have a reason to play more of it. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, it is it is not a super long game. So if, if you hear like Super Mario RPG and start stressing don't, don't sweat it. Like it's not, it's not a long, long adventure, um, but it is fun. Doesn't doesn't feel like it wasted any time. And I know, obviously, now that Mario RPG is back, you know, I think they were talking to one of the creators, and I saw them say they'd be they'd love to see a sequel. Um, me too, I'm sure, and many others, I'm sure as well, who have maybe gotten a little bit tired of the direction the Paper Mario games have gone. Which hopefully, when Thousand Year Door comes back next year will set us on a better course for a, a more RPG-centric Paper Mario run. And also, because we haven't had, like, a Mario and Luigi game. No, we haven't. A, in a hot minute. Like, yeah, so... Been, well, that studio's gone now, I think, aren't they? I, I can't think, remember. I think they might be, yeah, unfortunately. <sighs> was it... Yeah. Was, was it Intelligent Systems? No, no, no. No, no, no. Oh, I mean, they make the Paper Mario games. Oh, right, yep. Sorry. Intelligent Systems, they make the Paper Mario yep. games, yeah. Um... Yeah, so I mean, this it might be nice to come sort of full circle and have like a yeah. Sequel I mean, who knows? Like, it'd be fun to see this this idea realized, but like have characters like Luigi in it. Yeah, so obviously he's not in this game at all. I don't think uh, it is so funny seeing like this game is unapologet- unapologetically a Super Nintendo game. Like seeing some of the enemy designs, and it's like oh, that's a Super Nintendo looking son of a oh, bitch. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, the, the bosses are just, like, weird. Like, the boss I just fought is just a bow with legs, essentially. I was like, sure, why not? That. Like, <laughs> sure. Like, the game starts, like, you do the intro fight with Bowser in the throne room. Blah, blah, blah. That all happens. You think you've won. And then a sword crashes through a roof. Like, a giant sword so crashes through the roof of the castle. And you're just like, all right. Yep. It's, sure. <laughs> it, like, I- yeah, I I'm I'm I want to play this because yeah, like some of the the wild shit that this game does, and it's just like, all right, cool, yep, this is a thing. Um, like that weird, like you said, that weird SNES era. Yeah, of it's like, so weird. I can imagine the character designs in my head already. Like it, with, even without seeing some of them, I'm just like, yeah, I can see what that would look like yeah. in that weird like Mode Seven like <laughs> 3D kind of graphics like that they used to have. That I just keep going back to stunt race FX for some reason in my mind. Yeah, the game does have gorgeous like cinematics as well. Like obviously, there's key scenes they've like fully done as CG cinematics um, with the dialogue obviously not spoken but subtitled at the bottom of the screen, like full like 
like classic Final Fantasy, like PS One Final Fantasy era. Nice. Where it's just like <laughs> FF Seven, where the characters are speaking, but it's just text. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, ah, sweet. Uh, they've also obviously kept the cameos, so you can still go and find Link sleeping in the bed. You can find Samus resting up for a fight with Mother Brain. Nice. So they've kept all those those little bits and pieces in. There. I didn't think they'd remove them, but it just I was like, I wonder. Yeah, they kept them good. Um, yeah, it's just honestly, it's just fun. You know, it's revisiting a game that. Honestly, again, like first playing on Nintendo Wii <laughs> as, a, as a young child. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like the Wii's in the library. Yep. It was probably like the first like real RPG I played because I think I got into the Final Fantasies a bit after that because a lot of my again Final Fantasy games are intimidating when you're younger. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> so, yeah. And, and Mario RPGs, RPG is a very good way to sort of get into that run. So. Again, if you if you hadn't have already played the Persona games, I would absolutely have recommended this like up the top of the list yeah. as a way into the genre. But yeah, no, it's very good. Um, if you're curious, give it give it a look. If you loved the Super Nintendo originally original, definitely pick it up because yeah, it's it it, it hits all those notes. And who doesn't love a bit of nostalgia? Because I know who does, Nintendo loves it. And fuck it, like they've been feeding us that for years. And of course. I know I should sometimes want more from them, but when they give me a game that just is as solid and rem- takes me back to those Super Nintendo day- days. It's hard to be mad at them. <laughs> it's it's fucking wild that Nintendo this year started off by releasing Shadow Dropping and releasing Metroid Prime Remastered. Joel, don't remind me. And then ended it with like bringing out this remastered version of Super Mario RPG, something that a lot of people have been asking for for years. Yeah, and I honestly had always I'd given up. Yeah, again because it's a it's it's a you know, it's I, it's Square, it's Square Nintendo, and like I know they they worked on it back in the day, and it's not like they're enemies now. But when it's like two separate studios or publishers in this situation, it's like okay, well, it could be just a, a logistically an issue to like get it together and get it done. But no, like here we are. It happened. It's out. It's great. The art, the cover art is like, it's un- again, it says unapologetically a Super Nintendo game. Yeah, right down to the stumpy little character models you have in the game. Like, little thick Mario. Little, like, there's a little jiggy does on a level up screen that just makes me laugh every time. Oh God. <laughs> it's, um, but yeah, like, we had that this year, and then Sam was right in the middle of it. We had Tears of the Kingdom. Like, yeah. Tears of the Kingdom, Pikmin fucking, 4. And then Pikmin 4. Like, Nintendo, slow the fuck down. We had a ridiculous year. But also, keep it going because we know what's on the horizon. Like, yeah, baby, new Switch. Yeah, like. But again, I said this, we have a. We have a discord but we chatted a lot and um i'm so used to nintendo consoles just sort of petering out mm-hmm. and that's definitely the switch is like like obviously we're probably getting a new switch fit next year yeah but it doesn't feel like this is the last year of a switch it just feels like it's another great year for the console it's insane it's, it's wild it's nuts and then we look forward we've still got like princess peach showtime and we've got the luigi's mansion 2 remake exactly um and the, that thousand year door remake yep. as well like it's... a little a little small game called metroid prime 4 yeah exactly yeah <laughs> tba yeah tba tba release date tba switch launch switch to launch title now Fingers crossed. <laughs> I I want to believe that Nintendo would believe that much in Metroid Prime Four. Uh, look, look, you you would you would I hope think... after Dread, like you would hope, right? Because Dread did pretty I'm well not, for him. I'm so scared, Joe. I'm always scared because you see the sales for other Nintendo IP, and like, look, yeah. Metroid Dread did good, and Metroid Prime did well. But like, I look at those numbers, and like, it's so as a Metroid fan, I'm like, yes. 
And yeah. then I was like, oh yeah, and Pikmin sold this many million. I'm like, oh. okay. Look, look, and I, I'm. This is gonna sound like I'm. Aww. This is gonna sound like an absolute slight, but it's not. Like I, I mean, this in the the best possible way. It's like I'm not saying that Metro Prime Four is gonna be the thing that is carrying the Switch at launch. No, but, that's Mario Kart Nine. Yeah, yeah, which mm, seen some wild shit about that too. But nine, eight, no, nine, nine. We have eight. We but have I think eight. they're gonna call it. Like I saw somewhere saying that they might be calling it Mario Kart X. Like I don't know. No. Because why not? Fucking why not? We're, we're, we're all about Just call it Super them. Mario Kart and cut it. Yeah, Super Nintendo Kart. That's what we, this is. What This is the dream, right? That's what we're going to do. We're Make every multiplayer Nintendo game smash. Yes, absolutely. Yes, please. Put the whole Smash roster in, in Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Fuck. God, I want that now. I'm mad that it's not going to be a thing. That it's actually, not going to be a thing. It's never going to happen. Never but, gonna, um, it's never going to happen. But yeah, uh, should we keep the, the Nintendo train rolling? Because yeah, because while we're talking about what you've been playing. So, as I said earlier, I have a habit for just like buying games. I'm like, oh man, I want that game, so I buy it. Mm-hmm. Don't hate me; it's what I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the I, Ariana Grande of, of video yeah. games. I, I on, see it, I want it, I buy it. And I, I, got it, and yeah. I put it on the shelf, and I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna get to you. Yeah, and then a year like this happens, and I don't. Um, but recently, we we passed the one year anniversary of Bayonetta three. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh shit, I own Bayonetta three. I should play it. Mm-hmm. So I haven't finished it, but I ha- I would say I've probably played at least more than more than fifty percent of mm-hmm. it now. So I feel like I've got a pretty good grasp on it. So welcome to me being a year late to the party, where I talk about how I feel about Bayonetta three. For the most part, I really like it. That's a good game. So. Uh, First, first and foremost, again, late to the party. Jennifer Hale, amazing as Bayonetta, just incredible. But this this game has definitely gone. It's gone like the multiple protagonist route. So, mm-hmm. and that has left me at certain points with mixed opinions. The Bayonetta chapters, fun as hell. Yeah, I, like playing as Bayonetta is fun. Like they added in the new. They probably got names. The demons. Yeah, oh, I can't remember what they're called. Yeah, yeah no, they, again, they do have it. A- you don't have a name. I can't remember the but name. But either way, so, like, obviously more than just a, like, normal, like, Godzilla-esque monster. There's, like, a train. There's, like... The fucking train there's is a, so there's good. There's a singing frog. There's a clock tower. Giant butterfly. Giant, yeah. Yeah. Again, they've gone nuts with all that. And, and they obviously all have weapons associated with them as well. Like a train. The, <laughs> and fans. The train one is so ridiculous. It's but so then funny. you get into it like how it works and then how you can like drive it around enemies and like yeah. knock out multiple and like fun. just watch it play out. It's so much fun to do. It and is. then you can like like beef up parts of the track with Yeah, with oh. like with like the chainsaws or the guns. You can and you you know, unlock skills later where you can you can make it stop and fire repeatedly. Yeah, oh. it's just it's surprisingly in depth, which is essentially just like drawing a track with a joystick. Yeah, which yeah. is it's just neat. So that obviously is a whole new thing, but it adds a whole bunch of uh, variety to it. Um, so then there are the other two characters you play as in segments. There's Viola, who is an interesting character and unrelated, but I probably should play um, Bayonetta Origins at some point. Yeah, it's on my list. It's on my to get to list. Maybe once I finish three, I'll be left hankering for more. But uh, so she actually, she kind of reminds me a bit more of like Kamiya's uh, DMC days, like Devon May Cry. Yeah. She fights with a katana. Again, not full, not not exactly Dante. Obviously still Bayonetta. She has her own like take on the um, 
the demon control that she can control, which is in the form of Cheshire Cat. Yes. Cheshire is her body, which again, that's yep. as soon as I was as soon as I, pl- as I was playing it, um, I was like, oh, Bayonetta and Origins makes way more sense now. I I remember watching. <laughs> that oh, I I'd, get it. I'd played like. A good chunk of Bayonetta 3 before, like, I moved on to something else. I need to go back to it as well. But, like, when that trailer came out for Bayonetta Origins and I saw that, like, Cheshire Cap up, I'm like, motherfuck, hey, <laughs> what, hey, it definitely, what are you doing? It does almost feel like, fuck, I should have I should have finished Bayonetta 3 before I watched that trailer, but yeah, oh well, it was just, hard to avoid. I, I, I was uh, legitimately the fucking Leo DiCaprio from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood <laughs> meme. Just like, ah, <laughs> I don't know that. Cheshire? What's going on? What are you doing? What's all this? Um, yeah. But, it, and, and, like, Viola's a little bit more, like... She's got a very specific attitude. Yeah, yeah. And, and, like, I do kind of appreciate she's got her, like, her own sort of style, and the music that plays in all of her fights is more, like, punk, rocky she's, sort of stuff. Which, you know, speaks to me on a whole, Whereas, like, whole Bay- level. Bayonetta's is still, like, obviously her, like... Fucking, fucking super weird disco yeah, Euro and dance. Yeah, it's, and it's it. so good. It is great. Um, and then there's uh, also ch- and like so the viola viola chapter still plays pretty similarly to to Bayonetta. Yeah, so that's fine. And viola, yeah, you're saying she has a specific style. She has a very like I would describe it as like PS2 action game. Yeah, and like yeah. that's very specific style. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. very that's a good way of describing it. Yeah. Uh, and then there's chapters where you can play as Jean. Mm-hmm. So. Her chapters are completely different. Mm-hmm. There's only a handful of them in the game, but hers are side-scrolling. They still play like like Bayonetta. You know, yeah. she still she still has a, her punch, her kick buttons, her like range attacks. Everything is just like, hey, it's Bayonetta, but it's two D. It's two D and also <laughs> a fucking stealth game. It's <laughs> weird. It has like a um a cowboy esque. Cowboy so, Bebop-esque intro. I fucking love it. Every time you get to, like, a Jean chapter, and you're it, like, oh, here we go. It fir- when it first happened, I was just like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. I am still playing Bayonetta 3, and yeah, I am. Um, and so that's that was very confronting. And I, I definitely walked away from her chapters a bit more mixed, but only because, like, I get what they were going for, but having taking the gameplay of Bayonetta and turning it into a 2D side scroller didn't really work like there's a specific reason as to why she's like yeah i know I that's know. her like character and yeah, i yeah, do yeah. appreciate for them doing something a bit different but i remember when we were first talking about this game last year and you hadn't played a whole lot of it when no i had first got it i know i'd played to the point where i played a couple of these and i was like this game does some weird <laughs> shit going and by. i see that now yeah i'm happy to say joel the weird shit doesn't stop there oh, like i i've seen credits twice now oh my god <laughs> And I'm not sure if I'm done yet. And, it's, and I'm not talking like full like near automata where it's just like, ah, here is playthrough two. Yeah. Like I had credits. I finished one character's mission and it rolled credits. And then the game kept going. I was like, okay. I, I, I was watching the credits going, well, clearly this isn't the end because what there's still a lot of story to go. And I just hit credits again. I'm like, and then the game kept going after that. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> I'm so confused, but I'm I'm here for it. And uh, I think I need to get back to Bayonetta three. You definitely, you, you definitely do. It's a, it's a wild time, and I, I'm, I'm already feel like I'm happy that he's, that he's happy, but I'm also just like, oh man, come here, 
Well, I mean, oh, come here. There's that that I mean that new story came out to the week. I know. He's got, I, he had but, like he had like a plan for like nine Bayonetta like episodes. I'm like, and he's literally said he's going to take it to his grave. No, like, come here. He's. That, oh. I think that was the quote. He's just like, nah, they die with me now. <laughs> it's like, Man. yeah, Bayonetta's. He's like, and I think he said, I'm fairly certain Bayonetta will come back in some way, shape, or form. He said, but my plan for it, done. You'll never know. You'll never know. Yeah, Bayonetta's definitely coming back. Like, I haven't haven't even finished the game, and I know that that she's coming back. Like, these games are fun. Nintendo has some weird stake in them now, where they're just like, oh, fuck it, we'll fund another Bayonetta game. Why not? So, (laughs) it must make enough money for them. I guess, like, yeah, I just remember how, like, upset so many people were when Bayonetta 2 came out as a Wii U, like, exclusive. So funny. It's great. That game is fun. Oh, Bayonetta 2 kicks the biggest problem I'm having now is I just did a, a really cool sequence of Bayonetta 3, but, it was, but I, I don't know. Like, I can't say that I'm fully following this multiversal story because <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Um, I'm jumping through timelines and meeting all these other different Bayonettas. And then they're, like, helping you and giving you powers. Yeah, then they get their powers and then I move on. I'm just like, oh, right, cool. And then I just had a, the plot twist happen and I was like, okay. That was that's that okay all right I maybe I need to go back and and like reread what happened maybe it wasn't following something right, um, but I am having fun with the game and that's what matters most and yeah. like I wouldn't necessarily say that the first two Bayonetta games had the most cohesive story but man they're good times and this one is no different um apart, apart from like so another another problem I have actually okay <laughs> I might as well bring this up here because I was gonna say obviously. My 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 enjoyment does vary based on the character I'm playing as, and I was doing okay as Viola. I was doing fine, but obviously this game has an up like skill upgrades, like skill trees for the characters, mm-hmm. and obviously I was just like fucking put on all my points in Bayonetta. Yeah, I'm up to a boss that's kicking my ass as Viola, and I have nothing to upgrade yeah. her with. I'm like, oh, am I gonna need to go back and? replay some stages and get some witch hearts to like which the plus side to that is that like that's relatively easy to do and oh yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah like it's not I unenjoyable mean, to no no do no, no absolutely like, not but like it sucks it only sucks because i'm 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 in a point where it's like the momentum's going and at the fight i'm up to it's just pump for breaks i'm like shit do i have to go back and do some other yeah, stuff i need to grind out for yeah. all now. Uh, um, i mean if i had been smarter i would have split things up more but no no i was like fully invested I'm like nah bayonetta gets all these health bars all these yep. skills yep. yeah all this magic meter it's uh, <laughs> my bill and i'm also out of healing items as well oh my god so to go shopping i need to like restart the stage and it's it's a it's a slog, the part I've just done. So I'm like, all right. So that's why I say, I was like, I put it down last night. I'm like, on the weekend, I'll go back. Yeah, right. So I might need to reload a save, do some shopping, do some upgrading, and then come back and do it proper. But even apart from that, it's just really fun. It's fun. The Bayonetta series is so much fun to play in. Like, just ugh, the fucking, the final boss fight in Bayonetta 1. It's insane. Is ridiculous. I, it's so good. I am honestly so glad I picked up Bay- the Bayonetta 1 and 2 bundle on oh, Wii U because I, I originally played Bayonetta 1 on PS3. Yeah, I think I did And too. it did not run well. Oh, actually, no, did I go back and play it on... You may have played it on... Because the Xbox 360 version was... it was a That was a platform it was made for. Yeah. That version was good. I think I played... I, I, I didn't get the 
one and two combo pack, but I wanted to. Oh no, I'm so mis- I'm talking but, about like original one on PS3. Yeah, no, I'm trying to think when I actually like oh, went okay. through and played it because yeah. I think I played it on PS3. Like I rented it, and then I think I actually went back through it on. I must have got the the Wii U. You must have because pack. I think they sold. Uh... Because I think it was like you bought Bayonetta 2 and it came with a code to download Bayonetta 1. On Switch, that's how it happened. Oh, maybe. Maybe maybe it was a deal. Maybe, I, I can't remember. All I know is I got the bundle deal because <laughs> fucking why not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, if I have to say one thing that it's not like it's a massive disappointment, I get it because there is a bunch of costumes you get in Bayonetta 3 for Bayonetta um, and Viola and John and all that. Um. I miss my Samus costume. Uh, it's so good. The Samus costume in Bayonetta 2, excellent. And like it, <laughs> giving you the arm blaster, giving you morph ball, it's, like, it's so just like, good. They had so much fun, like and like obviously also like the, the Star Fox one is great. The Star Fox one, like they clue and the, the Princess Peach one, yeah, Peach, yeah. And is there a, there's a Link one as well, isn't there? I'm pretty sure there's. Oh, a, there might be a Link one too. Link one. Yeah, they're they're great. All of those costumes are awesome, and the, I get why they're not back in this one, but the, I miss them. The Peach one is like, what if Princess Peach was actually Sailor Moon? <laughs> like, it, that's the vibe. That's the design brief they got for that costume, and it's just nailed. They, they Love it. Top marks. But, um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I probably I might need to hit up the Wikipedia when I finish the story just to recap what I played. But all that matters is when I pick up the controller and start playing, I'm having a good time. Oh, so much fun. So much fun. Yeah, wow. that's great. Um, well, there's was, there was one more thing that we want to sort of bring up, I, I think, here. It's probably going to be the, the meat and potatoes of our, uh, a little bit of our, our quest log this week. Um, but it's not something we've played. Uh, it is video game adjacent. We touched on it briefly last week. Um, and it's been you know, a couple of weeks out for a couple of weeks now. So we thought it was time to, to have a chat about Scott Pilgrim Takes Off on Netflix. I will preface it by saying I don't plan on sp- spoiling it immediately. No. I do want to talk about it briefly without giving anything away in case yeah. you know because i mean not everyone's insane like me and sat down when it came out it's like well i'm not going to bed until i finish it I, sorry <laughs> yeah i started it because like ash was out of town she was uh, for work so she was out and like away for the night so i put griffin in bed and i like sat in bed i was like i watched the first episode and then i was like i am watching all of this tonight yeah um especially with you know what transpires but I mean, yeah, so spoiler-free impressions and, and thoughts, and then we might get a little spoilery later on. Yeah. And have a chat about some specific stuff that happens. I had a really good time with this show. Oh, I, uh, Scott Pilgrim is fun. <laughs> oh, it's just between the graphic novels and the movie and the game and now this show, uh, which again, all of them fun to consume in their own, their own rights. It was just kind of, it was just, fun seeing like the more true to the co- like, graphic novel designs in the, in this, in this new version of the, of the story. Um, they nailed obviously visuals. The soundtrack was incredible. Mm-hmm. Having all the cast back, such a good choice. I don't know how hard that was to do. I, I think it, from what I read, apparently it was like an email thread that just got oh, started yeah. and was just like, Michael Sarah, Hey, we want to do this. We want to do this. Like, should we do it? And everyone was just like, "We had so much fun working on this." Did movie. you Did you ever watch the table read they did during like one of the many script reads that happened during COVID? No. Oh, I think I did. It's yeah. pretty. It's, it's pretty funny. I did watch some of it. It's great. Like that's also another like the movie is another great audio commentary. There's like yes, great yeah, audio yeah, yeah. commentaries on that Blu-ray. Um, 
Uh, yeah, God, I miss audio commentaries. Me too. Bring them f- f- streaming services. Shout out to the, do to the Lord of the Rings trilogy for having the best cast commentaries. Well, not just audio commentaries, but specifically the cast commentaries. Best in the business, and I won't hear anyone oppose that. I really like the um the spaced, which is like Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg, Nick Frost TV show they did before um, Shaun yep. the Dead. Um, that has some excellent commentaries, not only with. Like Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg and Nick Frost and stuff like that. But they also have ones with like Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez and fucking who else was on there as well. Like all these like titans of like filmmaking and stuff. Just like, yeah, we fucking loved this show. Like um, we were buying like bootleg VHS copies <laughs> of it and shit. Like it's it's wild. Um, So that, that that's my favorite one too because it's just like fascinating. But the Scott Pilgrim one is definitely up there for me as well. It's a lot of fun. Um. And yeah, so I mean, Scott Pilgrim takes off as yeah this Netflix ad- um, animated adaptation of of uh, Scott Pilgrim um, and its universes because we got lo- there's lots of different takes and things on them as well, and we'll get back to that soon. But um, yeah, so it was so exciting like when this got announced, I was like, oh my god, it's finally happening! And then we got that trailer like what six months ago. Um, yeah, I think it was about that. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to share out the studio of an animator, which is yes. um, Science Saru, because they just did a great job. <laughs> really good stuff. And, like, I don't think I'd seen much of their stuff before. I'm just trying to think. I remember looking them up and being like, oh, I think they did one for Star Wars, um, the Star Wars thing. I feel like they worked on one of those. No. I feel like, oh, Space Dandy. Yes, that's it. Um. Yeah, I feel like I saw that they did one for the... Yeah, they did. Ah, for Visions, yes. Um, So, yeah, that was what the only thing that I'd sort of seen them do. Um, but yeah, they absolutely nailed the style of these uh, other graphic novels, which we've both read and love yeah. quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and look, I was ex- I was excited for this. I was, I, I was like, cool, there's so much more story to tell from the graphic novels in in this universe that like you don't have enough time to tell in a, in like a full, like a two hour movie. You can sort of, where it's got a bit more time to breathe, you can sort of go into those stories. I was excited for that. Um, we'll, we'll go back a bit further. And when we get a bit spoilery about things, um, but yeah, I thoroughly enjoy this show. Like, uh, like you, I watched it all in one sitting. I just couldn't stop. And I, yeah, I don't regret it at all. And like, honestly, it's like eight episodes yep. and they're about half an hour each. So yep. like, it, that made it really easy to do. And the pacing is like so snappy too. Like, it's so, like, it just blazes along. Um, and like, I mean, the soundtrack as well, like the actual, uh, like they got Anna Managuchi to come and do the soundtrack for yes. this, who did the video game soundtrack. Um, so it was like, it, it's wild that they got the cast from the movie. Brian Lee O'Malley's back as well for reasons we will get into, I think, later on. Um, and then also Anna Managuchi from the video game with Edgar Wright sort of executive producing with the cast from the movie. It's, they're all back in this sort of like mishmash sort of um, um, amalgamation of, of this Scott Pilgrim universe. Yeah. Um, and then the licensed music on top of that, really amazing needle drops in there as well. Like some of them, like took me back. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's one particular one that opens one of the episodes. It was just like, I mean, I, I can say the song name. Mm. It was the United States of whatever. Fuck. When that song started playing, I was just like, oh my god, 
It's like I'm a kid again. I got into <laughs> what my car. What the hell is this? <laughs> I got into my car to go to work. Oh, no. So it was the Friday. So like, I got my car to go do something the next day. And I was like, I put that on, like, cranked it up. And I was like, God, I forgot. And I remembered every single fucking lyric to that song. Just was like, it's 3 a.m. and I'm on the corner wearing my leather. Officer Lero walks up and he's like, hey, I thought I told you. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, I remembered that, like, note for note. Um, and yeah, just to hear that come back again blew my mind. And then on top of that, like, the context that it's used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very fucking it's very awesome. Um, but yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to say before we talk <laughs> Yeah. go a bit more into it. It's really hard not to like... Yeah, I know. Yeah. But even... It's 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 just a... It was a fun watch. Again, obviously everyone who likes Scott Pilgrim has probably watched it. But if you haven't, like, you know, give the trailer a watch because it, yeah, it, was, it was a really good time. But mm-hmm. I guess... Look, we get... We, we put about, what, five or so minutes into like <laughs> not giving any anything away. Yeah. Again, it's been out for a couple of weeks but if you haven't watched it you don't want to be spoiled then get out of here. Yep. We, I, I want to I, I go too long about it but... <sighs> To actually talk about things I like about it, we have to talk about beyond episode one, and 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 I well, I mean like from the ending of episode one onwards. So and that was when I was like, yeah. As soon as episode one finished, I was like, all right, I'm not going to bed till this is done. Yeah, because like I'm like watching it, I'm like, ah, oh, cool, and it has like the moment like, which is like the the comic panel like perfect frame with the KO like block uh, the 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 block that um Scott does to Matthew Patel. Um, and I'm like, oh, that's mwah, beautiful. Love that. But then, like, I, I, Matthew Patel has a reversal and manages to make contact with him. And like, even, what? and I love that even, like, the announcer, like, the, the commentator that they have for, like, the KO is like, KO? Because. By the way, this is, this is now officially spoilers. Spoilery <laughs> time. Yeah. Spoilery time. Spoilery time. Um, yeah, that has like KO, and then Scott falls into a pile of coins, and I was like, "Wait, ha- huh?" And then I was, because and like you, I was like, "Wow, okay, I'm at least watching one more episode of this right now." Um, and then the second episode opens with like Scott's funeral, and I was like, "Yeah, what is going on? Oh my god, this is amazing!" Um. And it just gets crazier and crazier from there on out. Yeah. So again, we we talked about this with a friend of ours, um, Brod Broderick Goddess. Yes. Um, show. Who no, rightly so noted that this is the the next in a long a, getting a much a getting longer line of uh older stories being revisited from a new perspective. Obviously recently we're still getting the Final Fantasy VII take on this idea. But uh we also just wrapped up a couple of years back that the rebuild of Evangelion series has taken a similar approach. Mm-hmm. And now Scott Pilgrim takes off is doing it too, where it's going back to the original story, but doing things differently. Mm-hmm. And it really worked well for me here because look, <laughs> Scott Pilgrim's a dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So hundred percent to get to spend more time with the rest of the cast in this new series was so much fun. And, like, to sort of, like, flip it on its head and kind of make it Ramona's story And, as like, well. also, like, making Ramona deal with her exes. Yeah, that's it. Like, it's... it, And it just builds in this, like, crescendo to, like, just this buckwild ending. It's insane. <laughs> I, like, the fucking... Like, old Scott Pilgrim and having Will Fort play old Scott Pilgrim as well was just 
perfect casting. I didn't think they could get any more perfect casting on top of Michael Sarah for Scott Pilgrim, but then they had old Scott Pilgrim and got Will Forte to, to, to voice him. I'm like, that's like, that's perfect. You cannot get any better than that. Um, and I know a lot of people out there are like, oh, it was... I've seen a very vocal minority of people being like, oh, it was advertised as an adaptation. And it's like, well, yeah, it is. Um, I mean, I don't think it was ever strict. I feel like even in the lead up, you know, Brian Lee O'Malley was doing press being like, but there's, there's some new stuff to keep an eye out for. Yeah, it was like very And I was coyly. like, oh, okay, cool. I can, I'm looking forward to seeing these new things. Mm-hmm. Little did I know the whole thing would be new. Yeah. As someone who loves the rebuild of Evangelion series and what Square Enix is doing with FF7 uh, remake and rebirth and unnamed third game. I enjoyed this a lot. <laughs> and, and like also too, like you look back on it because like Scott Pilgrim takes off as a title as well. Mm. It's like, okay, that's an interesting choice for a title. But then after you get to that first episode, you're like, oh, he literally takes he, off. He takes off. <laughs> yeah. This isn't his story to tell at the moment. Um, it, it's, it's fascinating. And then on top of that as well, like having, Matthew Patel has been the one who sort of like and like going back and like everything. taking down Gideon. Yeah, like it's it's sorry, great. Gordon. Great, and then like that builds to like a whole other thing with like Lucas Lee and Gideon becoming like besties or Gordon, Gordon Goose, <laughs> Gordon Goose. Um, like it just does so much wild shit in this yeah. show, and it, it, I was here for every single bit yes. of it. It's just great. Um. Yeah, and, like, a lot of people are saying, like, is there going to be any more of this? And at, at, at this stage, it seems like there's no season two or anything like that planned. But I, with the way that this show goes, and the fact that it ends with, like, a musical, basically. Can we get a Scott Pilgrim musical? I want, come on. Only, come on, if a, only if the cast come back for it. I'll fucking, I will, I will, <laughs> yep. I will pay money for that. Good money. Uh, a few things I really specifically want to shout out. I loved every episode's like title card. Oh my god, yes. So good. Just perfect like SNES like like video game title card yeah. stuff. Like uh, beautiful. Any, anytime it it threw in the um like Ramona Flowers verses or anything like that, yeah. I was just like oh. They're, like in particular the initial like fight between Matthew Patel and Gideon. I was like, yeah, I could play a, a Scott Pilgrim fighting game. Yep. Oh <laughs> like, my I could God. Just, yes, I, could just, I could just play one of these. <laughs> yes, please. Um, I I do want to shout out the, uh, they got the bread makes you fat in there in the fucking funniest way possible as well. Actually, you know what? I didn't, look, I didn't know things were going to go the way they did in the first episode, but I remember watching it being like, man, we're skipping over a lot of knife stuff. Yeah. And then when Crushing the Boys went there, I'm like, oh, we're Crushing the Boys? That was the thing. I was Come like, on, Crushing the Boys. I'm like, come on. I was like, so sad. That's I want them I to felt. play the song that kills the audience. Exactly. Yeah. And obviously now I know why they weren't there. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Shout out have- to Crushing the Boys. And they have that line too. It was like... Uh, I, I think it's just going to be Crash has decided to go out and do his own thing <laughs> minus the boys. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, just, cool. Just crash. <laughs> Interesting, yeah. Um, and also too, like, you, I can't, like, at first you just think it's just like cute little things that they're playing around with. Like the fact that the, um, the Pac-Man, Puck-Man conversation the Sonic, started. Sonic the Hedgehog. But now it's Sonic the Hedgehog as well. And then that has the joke about like, did you know that he was voicing the same character in two different yeah. shows? And they're completely... One was happy and light, and the other one was really dark. Like, that whole thing is, like, s- foreshadowing all the, the rest of this show as well. And 
Uh, it, yeah, it's fucking excellent. Like, I love this so much. So, I'm trying... There's a lot of things I would, like, obviously love to highlight. I love the entire plot line where, where future Scott writes <laughs> Scott Pilgrim versus the world. It's called, um... Oh, Pressures God. of life, but yeah. writes the script for Neil, for young Neil, oh. who just accepts, but it's his, his sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> Fucking, oh my God. Young Neil, a lot of young Neil's comedy was really stupid, but for whatever reason, I loved it. It just worked. It worked so well because he was just this like lovable idiot. Like, yeah, that just was there that, along that, the ride. That entire plot thread, I because obviously that... That got Lucas Lee in there, but then we got the fun flip of um of Envy and Todd, as well with Wallace Wells. Yeah, just like and the fact that oh. the movie was being directed by Edgar Edgar Wrong, Wrong, yeah. like it's so and, like, funny. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost's security, security guards, guards yeah. like it was yeah. It sort of was like ticking off all the ticking the boxes. It just did. It, it knew exactly what it was doing at every step of the way, and I just was one hundred percent there for it. Um. But yeah, God, oh, and fucking Envy Adam, they got Metric back to do another song yeah. that wasn't Black Sheep, which was also... But we get we got the Black Sheep callback, bro. We did, that was very good. Um, the audience singing it. Um, but then, yeah, we get that, we get uh, <laughs> Envy Adam showing up to Scott's. Literally singing, dancing on his grave, essentially. Yeah. Dancing on his coffin. Singing this, like, fucking, like... like the second that, like, incredibly long limo showed up, I was like, yes, oh, episode two... Let's go. And then they're singing that I Will Remember You song, but this, like, fucking cool, like, neo-disco version of it. So, and then I'm, like, finding out, I was like, oh, my God, it's fucking Metric that yeah, came back it's for Metric it Metric came well. back for it. And so good. I was like, oh, that's cool. Maybe Brie Larson was too busy to sing. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. There was some singing elsewhere this year from Brie Larson, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we got our feel of that from, from another another perspective. But yeah, like you said before, like some of the 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 different songs that, that we used throughout it as well. Um, anytime you put a punk by a Vampire Weekend in anything, it just makes me instantly happy, and it's just mwah, also that. just like it sort of um, rewarded you sometimes if you maybe if you if you've explored the other Scott Pilgrim stuff. Like there's a very specific moment I can't remember which episode it's in, but I was like, that is the music from the Scott Pilgrim game. Like I knew that I know that Anna Managuchi was doing the soundtrack, but like hearing an exact song from a game, like God, I want to play that game immediately now. Well, anytime someone defeats another enemy and they turn into coins and they pick them up, it's the same yeah, above the same, their character yeah. head, like in the yeah. game as well. Like it's yeah, there's so much like playing around with things here, uh, and it, it just it is so like in my mind, it's so masterfully done. It was well done. I thought. I mean, I thought so. Yeah. 100%. But um, again, like after the first episode, I was really just along for a ride. Oh, even too, like fucking the cool fight sequence with Lucas Lee, like skating through. Oh, the, yeah. With, and then with, they with used the paparazzi. They fucking used Police Trap from the Dead Kennedys, which is one of the best songs from the fucking Tony Hawk's Pro Skater games. I'm like, they know what they're doing here. Like, this is so perfect. They are just like, yep, yeah, nailing it, like firing all cylinders on this, on this uh, movie. Um, and, and the the, uh, the fight between Ramona and Roxy oh. through like the the the, v- the TV the VHSs so and all that good. the way that Cyan Saru like nailed that nineties aesthetic anime yeah, it was just it was just really neat it's oh man again just like spending more time with these other characters who in the movie or even the graphic novel well, let, the graphic novel gives them more time room to breathe 
Um, the movie obviously has a set runtime, so it's just like, beat him, move on. It definitely, in, in the graphic novel, it definitely feels more sympathetic towards Scott. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, one of one of the things that going around from the, the press junkets from this is Brian Lee O'Malley's reasoning for why it went this way. He's like, I don't really want to revisit myself when I was 25. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, like, Scott's a, he's a dick. Yep. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, yeah. Ah, oh, man. I... I just want to go and watch this again now. I'm, I'm like halfway through my second watch and I'm just like, I'm still, I'm just picking up on things where it's like, man, if I'd been paying attention, that's a, that's a very obvious clue. It's, like, oh. is there a certain point where we're talking about how they're like asking young Neil how he knew what specific words were said in a situation. And he's just like, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm just like, oh, fuck, of course Scott Pilgrim wrote it. Like, yeah. Of course. Because that's why he, no- okay. I'm, I'm obviously, again, once I'm watching a show like this, I'm just like, Switched off along for a ride. I'm not sitting down, keeping mental notes of this stuff, but it makes it more fun on a second run through where I'm like, oh, yep, it was right there in front of me. Yep. If yeah. I had just been paying more attention. Like, like, you know that there's something going on. You're like, oh, hang on a second. What? Who is that? What's and going they had on? Me, and they had me right up to the end with like the, the robot powered, the, the vegan powered robot. I was like, oh my God. yeah, sure. I mean, I guess it's a robot that doesn't eat meat. It's a robot. Of course it doesn't. So, of course, it would be the most powerful vegan. I, I, I am sad. <laughs> A little bit flaky on uh, Todd's vegan rules, though. Yeah, and I, I am sad we didn't get a milk and eggs, bitch. Oh, like the vegan one police. of my favorite lines from that movie. I was I was waiting for a vegan police to show up. Yeah, I was hoping. Like I just wanted a, a milk and eggs, bitch reference. Like it's so funny. Um, I even like fucking Julie. The only characters I think they got a little bit shafted, mainly because like it's not Scott's story. Is Stacy got Stacy got shafted? But when, a little when, bit, whenever but... Stacy was there. It was funny. Yeah. And it was, again, it's very true to Stacey's gossipy character. It, it And it's wild to hear, like, all these... Like, you look at this cast. It's an, it's an insane cast. It's not, in, now, like, back then when the movie was made, it was like, these were all starting to just sort of, like, explode a little bit. Um, now, they are all... Pretty much everyone in this show is, like, fucking superstars. I mean, the, Kieran Culkin... In one of the greatest television shows of ever, like of, of all time, two massive Marvel heroes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, and like, I mean, Anna Kendrick's be- like, I mean, Trolls is massive. Fucking Pitch Perfect was after all of that as well. Like, well, Aubrey Plaza is really coming up now. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's got a fucking children's book series that she's yeah. done, which is great. And like, it's just like, yeah, this, the, the cast is insane. And the fact they were able to get them all together again, yeah, makes me so happy. And, <laughs> and I think Gideon got a little bit like. It was hard to do more with Gideon, but again, like the stuff, the he stuff got, they did with him, it's so the, good. That fearless gag still makes me laugh. Oh <laughs> the, my the god! The no fear shirt, the no fear and joke. And then in the late episode where Lucas is Lucas Lee's there and he has his own, yeah, so oh my funny. god! And the, when Julie comes back, and <laughs> I was only gone for five fucking minutes, like Julie Powers is great. And again, we mm-hmm. got more of her in this because yes. of her backstory with Gordon Goose, and, and I mean, just. So funny. It yeah. Oh, I love this show so much. Yeah, I, I I'm genuinely I, love... I, I hope that Netflix make it make it available for me to buy physically. Because I, I want yeah. to own this. I would love that. I would like I just want like a I want a like a collector's edition that comes with like a physical copy of the game. Oh no, you can't afford physical this. Ed- you already can't afford this. I know I can't, but I will <laughs> I'll just go get that that nice twentieth anniversary graphic novel collection. I really want that. In the PSP style box. I fucking want that so badly. It looks so good. Oh but my god. They were recently going in a humble bundle for like um ebook versions. 
Yeah, I want physical though. Yeah, but it's a nice way to have it accessible all the time. That's true, yeah. And I, it's been a hot minute since I've read through them. Yeah, same. It's been ages. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I probably last read them around, probably just after the movie came out, honestly. I, well, because I remember I was reading them just before the movie came out, and I remember it, because, like, the movie came out before the last volume came out. I'm pretty sure. It was, like, I think, like, a month later the last volume came out, which is why the Man, ending is slightly back. different, obviously. Um, Like, in, you know, Negascott gets, like, explored a lot more as well. Didn't get Negascott. I guess well, we had we had of... we had the ultimate version of Dagger Scott yeah, in the sense of older Scott. That's very yeah, and then even older Scott. Yeah, it was just older like, Scott. <laughs> great, great shit there. Um, oh man, we should probably wrap this up. We probably I... should. It was it was. I just want to say one more thing. It was a really fun hook to have like Ramona changing her hair color. The start of like the, love that. a big point each episode. Well, because that, that's always in the in the comics as well. Like yeah, yeah, is, yeah. We, obviously. The versions that I read didn't have color, which th- so it was obviously hard to sort of tell. But you could see she was doing a hair like, "Oh, this is the start Good. of a new era for her, or like yeah, a, new, yeah. a new plot point." And they sort of really explored that in this. Yeah, it was just what I mean is though, it was just a good way to sort of start each episode. Yeah, or to have that. Yep. Yeah, all right. Because again, like obviously, it's a it's a, a big part of Ramona's character. She's literally changes her hair every other every other day yep <laughs> so yeah. and her hair somehow survives so that's some tough hair yeah yeah it's powerful hair oh my god i yeah i really enjoyed this go watch scott pilgrim takes off if you haven't it was yet. good it was fun and uh, now, now i need to go watch the movie again and read yep. the graphic novels and yep. play the game yep I, I i started playing the game like <laughs> the next day i was like yeah i'm gonna go play a little bit of this Playing through with Wallace Wells. i'm like fuck yeah <laughs> oh yeah because i never i never because it includes the knives yeah, it's got, i yeah. didn't I never ended up picking that up. It's yeah, I didn't either. Um, but I haven't played with knives. I was like, oh, we could play as Wallace. With Wallace. Play as Wallace. Wallace greatness. Also, I forgot how fucking hard that game is. It is hard. A game. I, I it, was like, I'll bump up the difficulty a little bit. No. no, 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 no. I always forget because obviously when I would play it solo it was after we'd done it multiplayer, so I'd leveled up my characters. Yeah, yep. Starting at level one, oh boy. I remember, yeah, that final boss fight is pretty wild. It well. is. Again, like, the, the game has such, it veers off it on its own path as well. I really like the fact that we've got, like, four different versions of these same characters telling pretty much the same story and going in vastly different directions. It's really cool to see. It was. Honestly, I just want Envy Adams, Envy Adams to be happy in one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was a bit grumpy in this one. But... A little, oh, I mean, obvious reasons. But, I mean, yeah. It <laughs> didn't yeah. exactly go great. I actually, again, I know it's, I guess, because it's not Scott's story, we part, there was, like, less envy towards the end. I was half hoping she'd be in that big last encounter, but she... Yeah. I'm like, okay, I get it. And look, it's it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's, I, I, at least we got, like, I'm like with some of the Ramona's um, exes as well, we got, like, those backstory of the backstory well. but yeah it's great too um anyway we're gonna keep talking about this okay, forever yeah, but okay, okay. but uh but i reckon that's an episode Karen. i think it is um go so. watch scott, scott pilgrim takes off <laughs> um it'll, it won't take you that long it's eight 30 minute 30 minute episodes it's easy watch uh, it's super easy it's such an easy <laughs> it watch flew by too. for me it like flew by. yeah uh, so as always thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast we do appreciate you lending your ears so we can just like yell at them about stuff uh, again we have fun uh, if you want to follow us you can find us across social media mostly Twitter slash X but you know you know, we're on Instagram and Facebook as well if you look for us there where it's not very active because Twitter's more perfect for just like posting random shit yep 
Um, so you can find us just dialogue options across those platforms. Uh, while you're there, go go chuck a follow to some of our friends over at um, Love Letters and the Falcon Footy Podcast. And of course, like, uh, easy way to find those, Astory Modos, which is just like Twitter account for the podcast network we're a part of. It's great. Love being there. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Jesse tomorrow. You are going to suggest it. You're going to suggest it tomorrow. It's his first music festival in five years. I know. I saw his, his Instagram story about it. Good luck to <laughs> good luck to him and good luck to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this episode will be out after that. So, I mean, if you never hear from Droll again, that's probably what happens. Yeah, if I've gone Same dark. for Jeff. If you're suddenly like, all of Jesse's podcasts are, heaven forbid, hosted by me, you know you know what went wrong. <laughs> and, you, and you know what the cause was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we died. Yeah. yeah. We died doing what we loved. True. That would be true. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, whatever podcast platform you listen to us, all those other shows I recommended, uh, chuck, them a, chuck us, us and them, stars, thumbs up, reviews, uh, share us around. It helps uh, in any extra ears we can shout into. We appreciate. Uh, as for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter, where I'm at LemonManX, where most recently, again, I'm still very tired. Um, <laughs> even I'm more awake this week. I'm not alive on Twitter yet. So um, I retweeted a Bayonetta tweet. It's a spoiler if you haven't played the game, but it's also a year old, so too bad. Uh, I retweeted a fucking hilarious Goldeneye cosplay yeah. that Austin Wintory put into my feed, and I was like, that's beautiful. That is art, is what that is. It is fucking phenomenal. That is incredible. Um, and obviously, the same ones from last week, but I don't think those sales apply anymore. So, But still, buy Signalis, buy Metro Prime, buy Dredge. Dredge is definitely on special still in the PlayStation sale. Just go buy those three games. It's how you become my friends. Uh, you can also find me on threads where I'm at Kyron, K-Y-R-A-N underscore M. I'm still not active there, but as Twitter lurches closer to its death, yeah. that is where you'll probably find me in the future. I also have, I have Blue Sky in that, but I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not cool enough to be there. I belong in the cesspit that is Zuckerberg's Twitter impersonator. <laughs> I haven't even got that yet. Okay. You'll, ha- you'll have to, to soon. Yeah. Uh, where can they find you, Joel? Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter at JoelyMac. Um, but yeah, well, similar thing. I think the last thing I was posting was about going to see Electric Hallboy and having good things to go to. And I've also put up some videos there from, from the gig. So if you want to see like the fucking insanity that ensued at that gig, you can definitely go and check that out. Um, but also, shout out to Cold Little Lamb announcing their... Uh, next DLC that they're doing next year called Sins of the Flesh, um, which, great, you know, it's coming sometime next year, um, and they've got, like, new features, stories, and more. One feature that is started as a joke uh, that has now potentially become something that I think they've sort of backpedaled it again. They, like, ha- they kind of have to. Well, yeah. The sex update. Yeah, the sex update. So This was hilarious because I saw this tweet. Yeah. Like, Middle of the afternoon, I was like, that's fucking funny. I went to their Twitter account. I'm like, okay, they're 290k. Sure. Uh, then I checked back a few hours later, and they were they skyrocketed to 312k. I was like, oh, shit. That could have, like, nearly 25,000 followers. Fucking Devolver Digital has been like, good luck with the update, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw like, they posted, um, Massive Monster posted the, the um, screen cap of the, the chat with the programmers. But like, clearly, they're on board, and the programmers like, Christ, don't make me do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think they put out a thing just being like, guys, we can't actually do it. It sort of breaks a whole bunch of, like, code of conduct shit that we really don't want to get into. But, like, just be cool. It was a fun joke. Like, 
Much like when they said that they were going to delete I know. the game. <laughs> and everyone took it literally. First. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, some, some great shit there. Um, but, yeah, that's about it for me. All right, then. Well, in that case, I'll let our wonderful theme song take us out, and we'll catch you all next time. Bye-bye. Options podcast.